Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 6, Episode 3, entitled Oathbreaker. What do you think? Uh, I think these were a lot easier when I knew everything was going to happen. Um, <laughs> it's another fairly mind-blowing episode for me. I thought it was pretty good. There's some things that I'm scratching my head on and trying to understand, but uh, I don't know. Like It was cool to see the Tower of Joy sequence. Tower uh, of what? The Tower of Joy, the, uh, the the Kingsguard facing off against young Ned Stark and his entourage. Uh, that was cool. Right. Um, yeah, there were a couple scenes that made this for me. That was one of them, uh, the, the sword fight, and then also the hanging at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, that really d- did some favors, you know, because we were debating whether or not Jon Snow would come back and be... Uh, free of his vows and all that kind of stuff, and apparently he views himself as, yeah, yeah, my watch has ended, I'm done. And yet the episode's called Oathbreaker. Right. So, what, or were there any other instances of oaths being broken? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure where I fall on Alistair and his oath at okay. the moment. Like, he he talks a good game. He tries to play it off like, oh yeah, I'm doing what I had to do for the Night's Watch and the Wall and the Realm. And no, yeah, I, I mean to me it was just like he didn't like Johnny, didn't like the decisions that the new Lord Commander was making, and took matters into his own hands. So maybe uh-huh. he's an oathbreaker. I don't know. Uh, do you? Hmm. What about the uh, the former Stark loyalist that uh, apparently betrayed Rickon to the Boltons? Right to the Bolton at this point. I don't know what to think about that. Like, if you'd asked me at gunpoint before this episode started, I'd be like, if this is some trick that the Umbers are playing to gain the Boltons' favor, and I was still thinking that up until they showed the executed direwolf. Right. That seems like the Umbers have just completely turned full-on Stark Trader, which I wonder, like, is, is, that, is that another of the Oathbreakers? Maybe. Maybe I'm not sure. I mean, this is why it's not it's a precise cast. fit, really right? Know. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I guess maybe the show writers might consider John an oathbreaker. Hmm. Maybe at the end, or know, he says his nights, his watches ended, but it hasn't. As sure, a of fact. That's why I wonder. Like you know, again, there's the matter of the law, right? And the letter of the law, and then there's what you can explain and what you mm-hmm. can, you know, uh, it's like. There's uh, hereditary, uh, you know, the, the titles being tra- and then there's also rebellions and whatnot. Like this is something that's unprecedented. So mm-hmm. it's lo- you know, it's one of the things that's long been speculated that one of the side effects of John being resurrected is that he'll be free from his oaths. Right. But he's only as free as I guess everybody, everybody in the uh, uh, the Night's Watch considers him. And what do the Wildlings think? Do they even care? Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem like they're ready to worship him as a god. Yeah, I don't think they care about his oath. Mm. Not one bit. What do you think of uh, finding out the Lord Snow's hung like a gorilla? Uh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> you know, it's canon now. So sorry, Kit <laughs> Harrington, but uh-huh. Kit Harrington forever is is under endowed on television. He's a half inch shy of an inch, so I've heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I the other thing before we leave the the North, I'm trying to be systematic about this. Are you surprised that Melisandre is as cowed as she is? Like I thought it was interesting that Davos just dismissed her from the room and I didn't I'm surprised she wasn't like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just brought him back to life, but I guess I'll let you guys talk it out." Yeah. In fact, she's still bundled up. She feels like her fires are still burning low. I thought this was going to really light 
a newfound fire under her ass. It might still. I mean, she's in shock in that moment, right? Like, she doesn't quite know what's going on. Or maybe she'll actually not be as arrogant and, you know, like, she'll be... It's tough to imagine after you bring somebody back from the dead. (laughs) Well, it'd be one thing if, like, he jumped up right when she was doing her thing, but I don't know. It's almost like the Lord of the Light, if he's involved at all, is making Mm -hmm. a statement here. Like, I'm going to bring... Yeah, I'll bring him back when I want to bring him back. Fuck all y'all. Right. Uh, but I was surprised to see her. Her fire's kind of burning low, and she's still kind of uh, relatively, you know, like maybe she's in shock, or maybe she she doesn't know what to think. But she wasn't pressing her advantage. Yeah, any that she not, had, anyway. not yet. I. It'll be interesting to see how she acts in future episodes. I think. I were you surprised that John didn't pardon any of them? I kind of was on. No. When 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 he had that I'm all strung so up there and they're giving um, last words, I thought he might pardon a lot, and then I thought he had pardoned just Ollie. Right, but I'm so glad he didn't. So is that a material change from pre-death Jon Snow? Like, because no, I'm looking I don't for. Think so. Okay, I mean, we saw what happened to uh, Alistair's right hand man, whatever, when he disobeyed an order, right and. He begged for mercy, and like oh, yeah. John himself. looked like he wanted to give it to him, but mm-hmm. he can't. He can't. So yeah, you're and, right. And I thought as a, a final act as Lord Commander, yeah, that was pretty cold. Yeah, pretty fucking cold. Sure, sure. Like I'm gonna hang the for you, and then hang up my coat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the I don't know, because that's the other thing. I guess if he was really free from his oaths, like, did you? <laughs> right. By by stepping into those shoes again, did you take up the mantle again? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's some stuff he's got to say. Yeah, to to reignite that that oath. But uh, and then what's he do now? Uh, I'm hoping he'll go with the the wildlings. Okay, uh, on their march south toward the Boltons. Well, the Boltons, the Bolton, the Bolton. Yeah, uh, the one that's left alive after the massacre last episode. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll be a part of that, yeah, and and can help. Like him and Tormund can have, uh, kind of their march through. I just wonder what that fucker's gonna do with Asha and Rickon, and uh, you know, also it's like, yeah, yeah, it's great for them to march south, but they really, you know, the battle's happening at the Wall. It seems like so. It's like I don't know how I feel about John or any number of the Wildlings going down south instead of you know being getting ready for the battle that's coming. Right, yeah. Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure exactly why they would want to do that, other than now John's got a mission. Because like yeah. John's oath, I feel like might have been the thing keeping him from going south and trying to take back Winterfell on mm-hmm. his own, like maybe single handedly, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So like now that now that he's free of that, he might just march down there by himself. Well, and we also know that Sansa and Brienne are in right. transit to Castle Black. Probably, yeah. So, th- looking for their arrival next week, week after maybe. Uh-huh. I mean, week after will be halfway through the season, so. Right. Uh, what else? What the else? other scene that really made this for me is Varys. I mean, now that Varys is back in full effect and yeah. he's got his birds out there who we find out her kids like little that's streeter. Been doing uh, that's the... that's fairly clever, right? No one you so. see some yeah. wretched, dirty child on the street. You don't think, oh god, gotta gotta yeah. mind my words around these people. Uh, sure. I mean, you, you look at what Arya pulled off, right? Her oysters, clams, and cockles. Sure, bit, and no, sure. Everybody just underestimates the kids, and so yeah. when they report back to Varys with their whispers, mm-hmm. uh, I I just really like that. I like how he found out this information. And he leveraged it and and didn't leverage it like well, okay, he did threaten her. Let's let's not 
you know, try and sugarcoat this. He threatened her. But he had a much bigger carrot than stick. Yes, that's like, true. He didn't want her to take the stick. She didn't want to take the stick. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. you know, he wants to make people happy. Right. Uh, it's interesting. Do you think, because we also saw that Kyburn, the new, uh, you know, master of secrets, uh, master of spies, he's got control of Varys's birds yeah. at King's Landing. Do you think he's going to be able to start a Little Birds franchise the way Varys does? Or do he's you think... trying. I just wonder if we're going to see a scene later on with Varys coming back to be like, hey, kids, you know who's got their good candy? <laughs> right. <laughs> he's going to come he's by. He's got some imported He's going to come by in his van with no windows, oh, and he's going to be like, come on, kids, yeah. you know who's got the real candy? Kyburn's getting a little creepy you can't, down there in you that can't, dungeon. You can't trust a creepy man with a cock and balls. you gotta, you got to trust the creepy right. man with nothing. Like, I just yeah. got sweets. I got nothing, <laughs> n- nothing to hide under these robes. Uh, I, I, I just more sweet. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a battle of the. I mean, I feel like Varys will mop the floor of this guy if it ever goes head to head. I would think so. Yeah, I mean, this guy's got a sorcery and all that bullshit. But mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't think he's as smart as Varys. I don't think so. He doesn't have the experience that Varys has got right. for number one. Um, I actually ended up enjoying Varys' scenes more than Tyrion's scene this episode. Tyrion's was a little weak. It was his essentially yeah. five minutes of hey, let's play. Never have I ever. Uh, only you guys don't drink. Like I was like, huh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, and it felt like they're doubling down on how comedic Tyrion is, which is part of what I liked about him, but not all of it. He's only. I mean, I wanted him to be right. cunning and and intelligent and wise, and like they they're kind of losing that in, in lieu that of stuff. Only works me. when he's getting the best of everyone. Right. Like, even in season yeah. one, like, you know, he parlayed his setbacks into a string of successes that led to Braun. And then season two, of course, he was at his baller apex. Right. But you're right. If they just make him a drunken, funny guy, he's essentially, you know, Norm from Cheers. <laughs> like, <laughs> or I guess we're excited to see him when he comes in the door, but it's like, oh, uh-huh. he's just going to sit down in the bar stool and, and uh, make feeble jokes all night. Yeah. I, yeah, they need to give him something to do. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's maybe now that uh, Varys feeds him some useful information, he's got something he can action, you know, act on. That'd be nice. Maybe he'll actually swing into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, high Tyrion gear. Yeah. Or that'd be low Tyrion gear. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate because, like, at this stage, it seems like Varys is the one who's needed and Tyrion's just left in the wings because, you know, he... He doesn't have any scheming to do because there's no one to scheme against at the moment. They yeah. don't know who's doing this. Yeah. They finally find out part of it here in this episode. So maybe as we get further into the season, he'll grow more into the the role there in Marine. Yeah, and how do you stop that? You don't have the army to go out and punish the three cities that have lined against you. You don't probably have the gold or treasure to compete with all three of them. At the at, you know now they're back in a slaving again. Yeah, that was your primary export and you deny the ability to do that anymore so like you've got no economic engine you're, you've got this foreign threat that's just pouring money into the street. i don't i don't know what they do it seems yeah. like you know if they have danny back with three dragons and then you got something but yeah uh and got three cities three dragons sure. let's do this <laughs> and what's going on danny so she goes to the dothraki capital where all the matronly ex calices are mm-hmm. Uh, chilling, and it seems like she's in a precarious position that uh, her worst case scenario is not just twiddling her thumbs and and knitting little horse uh, sweaters for right. the rest of her days. Like it could be that 
Maybe killed? She gets killed, sold into slavery. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of fates worse than death in, in the Game of Thrones, so I, I don't know. I was guess I was kind of surprised that, you know, like, yeah, you remember the horse, the me eating the horse hearts, but you don't remember the whole prophecy thing. Yeah. You know, like, were you just blowing smoke up my ass? Like, is, is there going to be a reckoning with that? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I know they have to delay it until at least Jorah and Dario get there. They, sure. Like, how pointless would it be to have them go off after her and then yeah. she's dead when they get there? Yeah, or yeah. or sold into slavery on the other side of Essos or something. I don't know. I don't know that these two can rescue them. Like, maybe if they wait, but then they're yeah. putting her fate into whatever this council that's going to decide's hands. I. I still am holding out hope that Drogon somehow she can call him right uh, either outright and there's some Dracaris and there's some fire being breathed everywhere and the uh, the whole ca- uh, caliphate or caliphate or whatever what is it what the fuck is it called I think it's caliphate no that's a that's the Islamic uh, rule uh, right but it's like yeah whatever the it's not the same. Well, the Cal is the king. The Kalasar, the whole Kalisar. damn, the whole Kalasar falls. There, huh. I finally got it. Uh, the whole Kalasar falls in line behind her. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just interested to see what a Dothraki uh, council looks like. Sure, because the councils I've seen, the the parties I've seen, yeah, the wedding party was it's, crazy. <laughs> it's not what I would actually call a council. No, that was just or them the... having fun. Like if there's actually stakes involved, oh my god, yeah. Um, you know, I, that, that's kind of interesting. Um, I like the fact that the Lannisters are kind of at an impasse here because they can force themselves on a small council, but the small council doesn't have to sit on it. We saw, uh, that's something we speculated about Kevin. Kevin Lannister has come to be the hand of the king and trying to right the ship of state. Yeah. But he's not going to have Cersei and Jaime dictate things to him by force. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, you know, good luck, kids. Hope you can get all this stuff straight. Did you think that the um, uh, Grand Maester Pycelle, uh, he farted? Uh, it, out of He fear farted. Did he? You didn't hear that? No. I rewound it just to make sure. Where the mountain... When the mountain, he comes in, he, and, oh the, and I'm like, is there a little... He? Yeah, I mean, there's comedy, and then there's broad comedy, and then there's farting... Fear farting because the ma- the mountain scares you. All right. I don't know about all that. I did not get that. I need to go back and watch that again. <laughs> right, because again, I you know him and Mace are complete buffoons. I like the. I typically the... do an entire fear fart viewing. Sure. Of yeah. the episode, just yeah. you know, first time is just pleasure. Second time is notes. Third time, fear farts. I'm very because I didn't you know I don't do the first watch through with uh, <laughs> captions, but I'm very curious right. to see how they caption the fart. Yeah, because it was a high squeaky one. It was a dry, oh my god, dry dusty fart from <laughs> okay. the grand grand maester. Yeah, he's an older guy. He's losing control. He's you know he's a little dry and dusty down and there. And you get a scary, just a puff of gold bond coming oh, out. Man, uh, I don't know. Uh, and, and also, like, what are they going to do? Because the other thing that was interesting is poor Tommen is just getting pulled in multiple directions. Even the high sparrow now has got his fucking sparrow oh, talons into him. It, this scene. Oh, the scene. Like, he's just talking a bunch of horseshit nonsense, <laughs> and Tommen's dumb enough, not not dumb, naive enough, he's innocent enough to where 
this could sound good to him, and this could sound like the right thing for what him to be thinking. What does sound good? Like, if you're a, re- if you're a uh, Seven Gods faithful religious person, it's like, you know, I kind of know the good book, but not quite. This guy's probably spinning stuff that sounds really good. Probably so. And if you're 14 years old or whatever And you don't is, know the High Septon like we know the High Septon. Right. So, right. I... Ah... I, uh, He's twisting this kid up, and I gotta hate to see that. But there's oh, no, I, I mean, it. there's no way Tommen comes back and is like, you know what? The high spare laid it out to me, and I gotta leave my wife in there. And mom, mom I feel like he got, might at first, and then Cersei would be like, no, no, we're not smack doing that. The, they bring Tyrion across Narrow Sea just to give him a good slap. Like you're good <laughs> at slapping princes, Tyrion. You got no fear. Yep. I I'm interested to see how because he'll have Cersei, Marjorie, and the high sparrow tugging on his ear at this yeah. point uh, but man we haven't seen Mart. we haven't even seen her this season Once. well no she was yeah Once. she was very, very she wanted to see her br- yeah yeah um but yeah it's um mm. he's got balls at high sparrow he does he does i feel like he's gonna get him crushed by the strong yeah, what does Cersei mean when she says uh, we're not going to have to face this guy or the mountain? Oh, that's right, single combat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I had the first question, and then they and, answered it. And that's the thing. Like, they said last episode, oh, she's atoned for her sins. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. They let her off? I thought she was just staying in the castle waiting trial. Yeah. Oh, turns out she fucking is. I don't know. Like, yeah. how mu- how much atonement do the gods need? When does it end? Well, this is like that's, being that's blackmailed, tone, right? Like, God just... comes back, and he's sure. like, you know, you atoned last week, but <laughs> didn't really do it for me. You know, yeah. it's a new week. I'm feeling uh-huh, good. We uh-huh. need some more atonement up here in heaven. Fuck you, atone me. Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. I, I, yeah, uh, um, it does. I seems feel like so a racket. This seems like just to get that was enough to get her out of the prison, right? That's like yeah. she's on she's on spiritual bail, which is what I thought in the first place. I recanted last episode, and now here I am up in the air again. Double so. recanter, yeah. Uh, so we got that going on. Uh, let's see what else can we talk about? Arya, right? Uh, so you gratified that Who? it wasn't a, who's Arya? Uh, no one. Okay. Uh, were you were you gratified that no one didn't have just an easy peasy like okay you're in now yeah like she, she she had a Karate Kid style training it's montage a high, it's a high speed training montage but yeah. it seems like uh, they're what is the point of the waif with the questioning of her family and her mission and the details like what is the point of that. It seems so, like she's, so there was she seems a story. like she's a human lie detector, right? Yeah, yeah, and that that goes back to the oysters, clams, and cockles thing when she was like trying to tell them her routine, like, "Oh, I go here, and then I go here," uh, and mm-hmm. they were like smacking her, saying, mm-hmm. "No, you got that street name wrong," or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're looking for whether or not she's going to slip into, "I'm Arya." Yeah, mm. like I instead of saying. Then she did, can you please, does this. Can you, or, can you please phrase that in the form of a question? They're like right. Alex Trebeking her. At judges. some point, she like slips up and says the list instead of her list. Mm. Like like it's still her her own list. Uh, uh, and I think she gets slapped for that. So, so she so she drinks the poison. Yeah, and it heals her. Yeah, and the man said a man said that uh, you know you have nothing to fear if you're truly no one. Mm-hmm. But we know she still got needle buried. Right. So is the the god of death easily fooled? Like he's a le- he's a worse lie detector <laughs> than the waif with the stick, uh, or is she truly renounced her Arya no uh, ways? She might she might have gotten there this episode. She mm. might have gotten there. Mm. I, I feel like you know Needle's still out there, but 
I, I don't know. I guess if, if you believe that needle is the signifier. And is, is being no one a one-way street? Like, once you're no one, you're for, no one forever? Or can she, like, be reminded yeah. to, hey, you're Arya, and you need to get needle and, and, and go back over? Because I also right. thought it was interesting the emphasis that she put on uh, the fact that, uh, uh, you know, John's not, you know, John made the most important brother, but she had to put him into half-brother status. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where her her story goes. I mean, you know, we got a second viewing of this, and sure, we can talk uh, a lot more about it. The Sam making the on the slow topsy turvy boat to Old Town and to the yeah. Citadel. Drop some bad news on Gilly. Yeah, gonna stay with my asshole dad, but my mom's yeah. not bad. Uh, I'm curious to see that, to like, see what Randall Tarley's all about. Like maybe the healthiest relationship in all of Westeros between between Sam, Sam and, Gilly. and Gilly. It seems like a sweet couple, right? Yeah, I like them. No fat pink mask to be found. <laughs> as and long as he keeps that in That's his what pants. I was, this, as soon as I saw them on the ship, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be Return of the Mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's good. I think they're a good match. You know, she doesn't like, she doesn't take a shit, but she also like understands why he makes the decisions he's making and yeah. vice versa, right? Like yeah. they both get each other. Yeah, I was, I was, healthy. I was kind of uh, gritting my my Mulder Stannis style when she started pulling the whole like, well, you said this, right? But then I felt like, okay, well, you know, uh, this is a not a bad compromise, and this is a uh, a woman who values uh, her actual safety versus holding to a particular set of words, right, right. And, and in the spirit of the law rather than the letter of what he said. Yeah. Now, I will say that it, it's going to be weird to put her on pause and the baby on pause and have him go on and do the Citadel thing. So I wonder if they'll have a way to somehow bring them back together before everything's said and done. Because I don't think he can get through with the Citadel training in a single season. Yeah. But it seems weird to just like, okay, Parker at the Tarleys and then that's that's done deal. They might do that, though. Yeah. I, I mean... I'm trying to decide like where their relationship needs to go, like from a story perspective. Uh huh. And I don't really have anything right now. Maybe yeah. I'll come up with something by Tuesday, but who knows? What else? Uh, what else we got to talk about? I will say that That's I thought it. it's it's weird that they 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 switched up the Tower of Joy because there's supposed to be three Kingsguardians there, um, and there's only two. Hmm. I thought the sword fight. You like the sword fight? I thought the sword fight is a little bit too twirly for my taste. Yeah, he does that double double twirl action. That's that, that, that's that Ray Parks, uh, Darth Maul nonsense that looks yeah. flashy, but like it, it. I don't know. It's always, but it gets a little too Hollywood when they're they're twirling every their swords around like that. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I thought it was interesting how Bran took exception to his dad being part of a knife behind the back situation. Yeah. Like, uh, is that one of the things that Bran needs to learn? Like, you know, your your father's honorable, and he died like a dildo. Uh, so maybe you got to stab. Maybe Howland Reed's got the right idea. Yeah, he's not as honorable as you thought. Yeah, he's he's telling lies to people, and they are uh, they are maddeningly pumping the brakes on these reveals. Like, I really want to know what's going on up in that Tower of Joy. Sure. I wish Bran. Like, I don't know. Thirty seconds, really, old man. Thirty seconds is going to. And I'm like, oh, I started sitting forward in my seats. Like, oh, Bran's going to be like, oh, I'm stepping, stepping around the old man. Bran needs a fucking stick girl to beat his, <laughs> beat some sentence into him because he just does not get yeah, it. Yeah. Also, like, if he comes back one more time and says, "Why did you bring me back?" I'm right? going to get the stick and reach through the screen. Exactly. Like Jesus, Bran. I know you're a kid and all, but damn. Understand it. What did you think of Ned seeming to hear him? 
from the dream state. Uh, that's interesting. I it makes me wonder if the past is in fact inked dry dry inked as much as this tree guy says it is. Yeah. Like could Bran actually go back and change something in the past? Yeah. I don't know. Also, I'm curious to see what the fellow, my, my fellow book readers made of uh, him proclaiming that he had been waiting for a thousand years up in that tree. Right, because, because that's I was like, "Waka waka what?" Timeline, as far as I know. Yeah, but um, I'm we'll curious to see what it. people will think. That was probably something more of a Friday podcast question. Yeah, um, but no, there's there's a lot of interesting things in in that to unpack. I feel like we've that's about all the major topics. Yeah, I think so. So uh, look forward to the full cast on Tuesday, as always. Feedback, if you got it, Game of Thrones at baldmove.com or on our forums. There's a spoiler thread and a non-spoiler thread uh, for your convenience. Uh, correction thread for the spoiler edition. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Um, forums.baldmove.com, Game of Thrones at baldmove.com. And we will see you back Tuesday for the full featured scene-by-scene uh, -scene breakdown. Tons of feedback, main podcast. Sure will. See you then. Good night. Good night.